to Weekend at Berkman's show about everything and nothing. I'm here with the old man, Mark Snyder. Howdy, howdy. And the bourbon hunter, Stephen Haddix. Welcome back. Fear not, fans. Uh, now some of you were probably <laughs> wondering if we had thrown in the towel after 10 episodes. Just, just couldn't cut it. Last one of these we did. All the way back on June 20th, but uh, <clears throat> appreciate the uh, concerns for all the listeners on our well-being, but uh, we're back. Life's been a little busy, uh, throwing a, a holiday busy. there. Yeah, holiday, uh, bachelor party, wedding, uh, just a lot going on here in the summertime. But, uh, you know, I given the fact that uh, two of our uh, hosts here have been <laughs> been to Mexico this year already. It must be must be worth going to. So, uh, Stephen, you already went. Uh, Mark, interested in in what your highlight and lowlight was of the the Mexico trip? Tell our fans if it's worth going there. Uh, I, I highly highly recommend going to Mexico. My my wife and I and. Uh, went down there back, uh, oh gosh, what did we take off? June 26th to about July 2nd or 24th to the 2nd of July. Uh, highly, highly recommend it. Um, the highlight for me is it's like an hour and a half flight uh, from here, Houston to, to Cancun. And we drove about an hour, 15, hour 20 south of that to Playa del Carmen. Um, I highly recommend it. Easy flight, great hotels. Most of them are all inclusive. We like the all inclusive thing. Um, they might make a little money on me with the whole buffet thing and the drink. I don't eat and drink that much, but you know, it, uh, everything is right there. You don't have to leave. You can enjoy the pool, the beach, the ocean. To me, that's the highlight. And I, I mean, truly, I, it is the most relaxing thing ever. I, I think I read five books, five and a half books. Um, just wow. got to have, oh yeah, oh yeah, I go there and I, I mean, I literally slow the heart rate down um, and just relax. That's nice. Get up in the morning, have some coffee, go to the gym. Sometimes nice I walk the by Wagyu. the gym. Oh yeah. Because the Wagyu well, was slowing the heart for a bit. So it's nice. Yeah, that so I, did, I, I did, I did uh, take a sabbatical from the Wagyu, uh, which is probably good. I mean, I, I feel healthier. Uh, highlight was definitely just all of that. The low light um, was just uh, leaving. Uh, I mean, it, uh, it's not, that wasn't enjoyable, but uh, we have to. Sometimes the traffic can be bad getting there. You know, if there's an accident on the two lane highway, uh, that gets bad. Um, but other than that, I mean, you're in paradise. So it really, there's not, there's not much to complain about. But it's great to be back. Uh, I too got a number of uh, people reaching out to me asking if I was okay, or if y'all were okay. I told them all, everybody's good. We're just taking a little break, recharging the old batteries. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's great to be back in the saddle. You know, you mentioned the two lane highway. Mm -hmm. that, oh yeah. You caught that, didn't you? Okay. I just checking. Obviously. Uh... <laughs> Go green wave. Yeah. The other yeah. thing. <laughs> You you mentioned buffets. I have you guys ever heard of a place called uh, Mongol or what is it? BD's Mongolian Barbecue. BD's. No BD's. 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 Like yeah. as in the letter B, the letter D. 
Yeah. Well, it was, you know, it was this place you go and you like go up to the buffet and you load, you know, you sort of load in as much as you can in terms of meats and toppings into this silver bowl. Oh, yes. Take it over to the walk. And I, so you, you know, you mentioned that, that, you know, you're good on the economics for the resort. I can remember going with my brother-in-law. He, he was, you know, he was telling me it's like, it's called all you can eat but not mm-hmm. eat all you can. And so I was, right. I was definitely on the other side of the equation there. For, and they, they went out of business, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, as my, my dad likes to say, he's like, hey, the buffet said all I can eat. It didn't say it had to be today or tomorrow. I can just come back whenever. Uh, uh, joke, joke never gets old. But yeah, I mean, I just, me and buffets, like we're, I'm just not good, right? I mean, I get my one plate and, that's it. So, you know, a number of the breakfast was the big buffet time. And, you know, I just, I'm like, no, I got my omelet or my, you know, my bowl of fruit and oatmeal and I was good. And yeah. Yeah. Shoney's buffet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Something to that effect. Well, you went, uh, so you went South. I ended mm-hmm. up, I ended up going North. I had a, uh, had a wedding in <clears throat> mid Ohio and mid Ohio. Uh, Good old Mid Ohio. I it was nice to nice to be back. The uh, first night we were there is actually chilly. Um, believe it or not, trying to find the uh, trying to find the heat in the hotel room, and uh, apparently there had been some sort of power outage in Columbus, and the uh, fine uh, HVAC technician had said they actually turned off the heat because uh, so many people had come in and wanted to cool down. So, uh, but that you know minor complaint. Uh, it was great, you know, highlight, uh, just too many to name, right? So, so many Bob Evans, more than you could stake a, uh, shake a stick at. Um, got a chance to run over to Columbus a couple times, see the Ohio State Stadium. That was cool. First time I had seen that. Uh, got to go to the Huff Brewer House um, there. Enjoy. Oh, a, yeah. Enjoy a nice tall one. Ate a raw Buckeye. Um, no, that's not true, but, um, (laughs) yeah, no, everything, everything was good there. Um, not, not really any lowlights. I I always like, always like going back. So that was, uh, that was a great trip for me. Um, and then obviously 4th of July was hot. Um, I took the opportunity to, to run another, um, I did just a, a 5k with the family had to start at seven in the morning to, just make sure um, we didn't lose someone from the heat. Did you guys have any <laughs> anything memorable from from July fourth? Oh gosh, July fourth. Uh, it's hard to remember. In, yeah, seriously, uh, nothing too crazy. I was back in Dallas with the parents. July fourth weekend had the mother's birthday, so I was back for that. So the good son that was at home for my mother's birthday. Uh, played golf with my dad at the course we kind of grew up or I grew up playing on. So that's always fun playing the old course, knowing all the breaks where all the misses are. Uh, so always play well out there. That was fun. Um, but no, pretty much just trying to um, chase shadows and dodge heat is pretty much all I've been doing um, for the last for the last couple of weeks. Nothing too crazy for me. Mm. Hey, Steven, maybe next time you're in Dallas, you know, maybe, maybe uh, we can get together for a minute or two. Give him a call. It was a qu- I, 
I planned Here on we go. Up, it was a quick trip. It was a quick trip. It was a it was a quick day and a half. Apparently we're it just calling crazy here on the old podcast. We're oh, just calling. No, I was I was planning, but I didn't want to get you disappointed because we had we had lunch plans, dinner plans on the birthday, and I went back the next day and golf, and then I went home. It was a quick up and back, up and back, up and back. Okay, I got you. No, no problem there. Don't worry about that. Yeah, and I'm then, only going to uh, hear about it for the next month. Disappointment. No. Well, I mean, it's it's nice to see you, but I, I understand how those weekends go. And then obviously we round out the. Uh, the three weekends with my bachelor party in Austin. That was a amazing time. Both the uh, gentlemen here uh, attended. It was also a cooker um, oh. in, in the Austin area. Um, it was funny. You know, I, I can remember, I think, when, you know, when I was, I don't know, let's call it early 20s, you know, that bachelor party that was going to be, you know, private jet to Vegas, uh, clubs champagne the blackjack wow. table like uh you know <clears throat> rounds at uh the win and and uh you know box seats just all this all this kind of stuff and um hmm. you know you as you get older uh, we had quite a few geriatrics there um in fact one of the uh, <laughs> one of the people we picked up on the way out of town um their kids said uh Hey dad, enjoy your, uh, your dad's friends weekend. And, oh, yeah. um, but it was, uh, you know, for me, as, as I get older, I don't, I don't need the glitz and the glam. And it was, um, you know, it was, it was exactly what I needed. And, uh, we had a great time. We did, you know, the right mix of kind of the, uh, the old man thrill seeking and, uh, and the just taking it easy and enjoying each other's, uh, camaraderie. So, um, I, I had a great time. I really appreciate uh both of you making it there and um you know it's uh now it's a sprint to the uh, i guess sprint to the finish line before the wedding it was a great time mike we yeah, it was a hell of a we three-day weekend it. yeah we to missed a great weekend great catching up with with old friends and of course meeting some new ones got to meet the uh brother-in-laws and some other folks and yeah it was a great time great crew of guys I'm glad we had a lake to jump into when we were all sweltering a bit. I mean, I think yeah. at like 10 p.m. it was still like 105. Like this is just like who lives like this? And no one, no one should have to live like that. That's crazy town. But uh, well, thankfully the the, uh, the 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 sodas were chilled and the coffee was nice. You know, it uh, made it all <laughs> worthwhile. Hot coffee. Hot yeah. coffee generally cools you down. Yeah, hey, well, I came out with a couple extra bucks at the oh, here we game. go. So hey, you know, I won't rub it in anybody's face. But that was, I mean, that it's was nothing like playing the games uh, of chance. One of my multiple to, Oh, here we go. I, folks, folks you know, new to the game. Oh, here we go. I'm not even gonna let him talk. I'm gonna talk. Mark's a little salty, if you can't tell, Crown. Uh, you can't tell. <laughs> Mark came back with a smaller wallet. No, I actually won money. I just, there's this game, folks. It's basically like uh, holding a number of fingers up behind your back and having somebody guess, a la Vegas <laughs> Vacation with Chevy Chase. It's called Between the Sheets, AC Doocy, or Stupidity, depending on where you're from. I low. 
ILO, you know, it's just, and, and the amount of uh, luck involved and or just sheer stupidity is, is off the charts. Well, that's but just anyway, that, that's cards. That's it's just called, called cards. Okay, here we go. I think sometimes the 52 cards in the deck were stacked against me, but uh, whatever, such is life. Well, here's the good news. Um, here's the good did, news. We did get a little bit of word of mouth about the podcast. We've got you know, varying levels of interest from the group. Um, good advice. couple of new folks potentially on the staff. So, so Stephen, our new uh, our tax department can help you pay taxes on those winnings. Um, since this is now recorded for the IRS. U.S. government. But, oh, uh, yeah, I yep. think uh, one of the uh, – not to get too sappy here, but I we, we got a good – good friend of the pod who's a listener out there and helped me kind of at the beginning of the year come up with some goals and uh being creative was one of those and i think people you know kind of get this the juices flowing when you say hey we got a podcast going we got 10 episodes under our belt uh so i, I don't want to break my arm uh patting us on the back here but uh getting some buzz here so let's uh you know we got a little bit extra staff here i'm looking forward to it and um you know, maybe some of the advice this time will actually be good, <clears throat> Mark. So, oh, geez, here we go. All right, very good. So, uh, back to at least the namesake. Uh, let's go to this week in golf. Um, lots happened here over the past three weeks. I'd say, you know, the the two big things on everyone's mind: uh, the Open, uh, the or. Uh, I don't, you know, I think the they call it the Open. It's kind of like how you got to call it Edinburgh or Budapest. It's like, you know, <laughs> you're supposed to call it the Open. I always thought it was the British Open versus the mm-hmm. U.S. Open. Well, you know, we'll, that's up for debate, whatever. Uh, that rolls in this Thursday through Sunday. I know we've got live listeners, so I want to make sure you get the you get the dates right. You don't miss the, uh, the final round on Sunday. Um, but that... Uh, that will, I'm sure, be very interesting. We're still in a time frame here where uh, players from both tours get back together. And then, of course, just the live tour in general um, with everything that's been going on there. Um, you know, we we would have each week that the, the pod went by, we would have been mentioning additional names that were coming through. We had some... Uh, other big names continue to come through. Other big names continue to be rumored. So where do you fellas want to start? Do you want to start with, with Liv or do you want to start with, uh, with the old course? You got to give the nod to the old course. Come on. It's one oh, old course, period. I, I like that. Debate. I like that. So uh, this is going to be an interesting one. I um, went back, took a look at some of that. So it looked like there for a, bit you know they were they were going to the old course maybe about every five years in the in the british open rota um they got it on the uh the 2000 years and then the the 05 years um so went back and looked at some of the winners looks like you had you had uh, tiger recent winners you had tiger in there a couple times um obviously you had uh you had jd uh, John Daly before that. Um, and then recently uh, you had Oosthuizen and, uh, and Zach Johnson. Um, so it's got, you know, it's got some pedigree. 
mm-hmm. but one of those wins that Tiger had was like I think it was like minus nineteen. Um, so so one of the one of the big concerns that I have, and I think the you know the golf fan population in general has that this thing is just it's going to be a birdie fest. It's going to be you know sixties and seventies, maybe some rain, maybe some wind, but uh, you know I. We can ask Marnak later, but if this thing gets past, you know, 20 under, is it, uh, is it just not, you know, maybe supposed to be part of the rota anymore? I don't know. Um, what's your guys' thoughts on, on this course standing the test of time and maybe you, you just sort of leave it in like a Monaco, if it's not the best, the best product that still has to stay there just because it's a, it's a, it's a staple. Steve, what's yeah? That, I, that's got to be my that that's that's where my head's going with this. I mean, this is one I'm always excited about. There's several of the the open courses that they play in the road that just to me don't do a whole lot for me. I think it's always cool over there. They're playing the bagpipes, and you got the sheep running around, and you're next to the coast, and you got the wind. Don't get me wrong; it's cool. Um, they don't do a some of them don't do a whole lot for me, but this one, like I said, the historics. Just some of these courses are just so fun to watch. Um, but I agree. I mean, something might have to give if you're – if the winner this week is in the 20-plus, right? Because to me, where course goes from fun to watch to uh, Chuck E. Cheese is minus 20-plus. <laughs> when you get to the minus twos-plus, that's when you get into Chuck E. Cheese a little bit. Um, and something's got to change, right? Like this course – I don't know. We'll call it what you want, but just it, it's not right. What, to me, when you get the two in front, there's just something about that. Um, well, so hold on, I mean, though. Again, this course you can't lengthen, so go ahead. Was it – but you said I could call it whatever I want. Was it called showbiz pizza in your neck yeah, of the woods? Yeah, I think it was showbiz. Yeah. Okay. No, well, no it Dallas- was – was Chuck E. Cheese. I've never heard of a showbiz. Oh, we had showbiz, definitely. But there's Chuck E. Cheese, too. No, I went to Chuck E. Cheese. Those crazy little rats. Mm-hmm. That's all I remember. Oh, yeah. mice, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Do you? Here's here's some trivia for you. Do you know what uh, the E in Charles E. Cheese stands for? Oh man, I've heard this before. Entertainment. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. What did I win? What did I win? Oh, I've got the heater going from his card game, taking Mark and use money, and I won that. I will take my I will take my gift now. Thank 100 you. Tickets. Oh so you hundred tickets. You get hundred tickets to truck. Hundred tickets to Showbiz Pizza for an eraser. Oh, <laughs> unbelievable! Um, but no, I'm excited for this one. I think, uh, given that it's the hundred fiftieth, I think it's really cool. Given that it's there, of course, they set it up perfectly. They went off the schedule to make sure that this was the hundred fiftieth. Having Tiger limping around there. Having Jack Nicholas back for the photos, um, making him an honorary Saint um, Norman what back was it? for honorary the photos. Saint Andrews. Uh-huh. Oh no, um, missing oh, missing uh, yeah, Mickelson and all that. But I- I'm excited. I'm I will probably get up maybe a little earlier than playing mm-hmm. this weekend to watch a little bit more coverage. Um, but I- I'm excited. I'm I'm very excited. So Haddock says, keep it in the rota, but maybe not if it, you know, got to look at something drastic if it gets to more than 20 under. 
What do you yeah, say, Snyder? To, yeah, I would you know, say add I, more. My my ahead. thing is add more bunkers. Just add way more bunkers. I know there's a lot. Those deep bunkers just make it just a minefield out there. Like to to me, the best protection is more deep bunkers. More minefield. sand. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm kind of I'm, I'm I have a different opinion. I mean, I think that if I look at the history, I think they've only gotten to 20 under once. Um, or and that might have been uh, memory served, maybe Hendrick Stenson, if I read the story right a while back. Uh, don't get me wrong, they've had high teens, uh, but they've also had some scores that are lower, you know, depending on the course. I think they definitely have some tougher courses in the rotation. I also think the weather is a big factor. Um, they've had, you know, the same course, you know, has seen scores. Uh, geez all over the place right i mean anywhere obviously 18 19 under um but it's also been lower right i mean you've had single digits uh back in the day and i mean jack nicholas right i mean i think he was five under one time um so it it really just depends on the weather i think and obviously if it's great weather the course is going to play a little bit easier but if it's not kind of in traditional british open excuse me the open form and style it might be a little bit more difficult um i don't know it looks like it the the course is in good shape quote unquote good shape and i've seen guys like putting from 100 yards out you know running up to two feet you know next to the hole um i i I like the history of these courses i've never been uh so i don't know Mm -hmm. what they look like and what they feel like you know when you got guys driving greens you know, and they're saying fairways are 200 yards. Well, I mean, you can basically just hit it as far as you want or as hard as you want. That to me is uh, maybe less challenging than a U.S. Open PGA Championship or some of the other, you know, uh, tougher tests, so to speak. But um, I don't know. I like the fact that it's here at the home of golf, 150th. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, Yeah, and I hope hope, uh, all the big names come to play. And who knows, somebody might shock us, but – I think some of these guys that are played over there before and then know the course and know where to miss and all that kind of stuff. I, yeah. I think it's going to be fun. I'm, I, I too am going to get up early and watch. Yeah. And I'll give you that on the weather. I think that's, I think that's maybe the difference. Uh, I mean, I can remember, you know, the British always being something where you were dealing with the elements oh, yeah. and the, you know, 20, 30 knot winds uh, this, you know, this, Thursday through Sunday, pretty docile over there. Uh, you know, highs around 70, lows around 50. You know, not torrential downpours. Saturday, mm-hmm. Sunday doesn't even look like precipitation just uh, precipitation in the forecast. Winds around 10 knots. So that sounds like a dream. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, especially before the remodel when they make it more bunkers than grass. But uh, I... You know, I, I'm with you. Um, I haven't spent a whole lot of time playing coastal golf, uh, maybe like Steven. But when I, I did have a chance as part of an annual golf trip that I was a part of, and we can go into that later, to play um, in Ireland. And uh, it is it is a yeah, it is a cool feel. I mean, being along the coast, being in some of these places where the you know, the clubhouses are modest, but they've got the best seafood chowder you had and a nice pint of Murphy's. And, uh, you know, yeah. I, I had a chance, a, a very fortunate um, visiting good friend of the pod, um, 
over the holidays this year to, to get to go to St. Andrews for a day. And, uh, you know, along 18 there and 17, the road hole, and then coming into 18, you got the town and it's just, it's, it's gotta be, uh, an electric feeling and it's, and it's just different than when you go down and you play your, your muni here in Texas. So, um, I, I'm looking forward to it. I think the course is pretty exposed, um, without weather. And especially, I mean, I think feel like Tigers won a few uh, opens. Sorry, uh, without hitting a wood. And uh, to me, this this feels like like that kind of course. And so I'm um, glad Tigers in the field. Um, that'll add a little bit of spice. And um, you know, live continues to be an undertone, undercurrent mm-hmm. backdrop here. And so that that'll be interesting too. So um, I. I'm with you. I'd have to go back. I didn't go back and compare the scores at the other courses, um, but I feel like there's been a few of these on the Rota where the the weather just hasn't blown in, and um, and it's been a birdie fest. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, we'll we'll see um, we'll see what happens this weekend. But you know, either way, uh, I'm with you both. Looking forward to getting up a little, maybe a little bit earlier than usual. That was always a, a nice thing about um watching the open and then um you know we'll see if if anything anything crazy happens yep all right and then so on to on to live and there's there's kind of a natural segue there which is and i is why is phil not playing i know phil and greggy were not invited to the dinner but why is phil not playing do, you, do either one of you know? He is playing. Uh, it's probably because he's 40 over. Th- oh, he's playing? You mean the Open? I thought he he's was. In the, yeah, he's well, playing. How, he's in the he's, field. So he's playing, but he's just not allowed to the, the champion's dinner or whatever. I think he just chose not mm. to go. I don't know if he was invited. Yeah, I think there was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I well, Greggy, on that, but yeah. Well, Greggy not invited, but uh, I guess mm. we'll <clears throat> see whether or not Phil plays. But. Um, so live golf, uh, two tournaments now, um, in the books, the second one, Brandon Grace winning at pumpkin Ridge. Uh, forgive me. I forget which, which, uh, team he's on, uh, the jokers or the, the rattlers or whatever it is, but, um, <laughs> the straight shooters, I think he was on the winning team too. No, so got, like, got like an extra, extra million or so for that. So I think he pocketed a cool four or five million there um then a couple of other players coming across i think wolf he's an osu guy right mm-hmm. oh wolf. yeah and then uh terrible but yes whoa <laughs> he's one on the pga tour how dare you uh and then steven i think you foreshadowed uh i'm not not going to get the pronunciation right here koopa 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 Cook. <laughs> uh, Brooks going over as well. So he's another it's Koepka. Oh, it's Koepka. Sorry. Uh, so now you got a double Koepka um, on the uh, on the live tour. So he's over there. Um, the latest rumor that I had from a uh, shall we call it a live insider, maybe was that uh, Rory might be coming over. Uh, so 
you know, maybe what? he's part of come on. Maybe maybe part of the money they didn't give to Tiger, uh, they can use for for Rory. So, it is definitely wow. It it seems to be like a force to be reckoned with. Um, this live insider gave us, you know, some some input on some of the mechanics around how it works, and um, I you know I hear others talking about what are the the longer term um mechanics for how these things are going to work obviously the elephant in the room is the the world uh, official world golf rank points and whether or not um those tournaments will allow the players to get those so that they can continue to play in the majors i think that's going to be the big one that we're going to keep an eye on and i did see it was either today or yesterday that the department of justice um is looking into um, antitrust for, from the PGA's perspective. So, um, live two minute, two, uh, tournaments in the next one happens to be, uh, Trump Bedminster part of the country that, that we, I mean, we basically played there guys. We basically right? played I, mean, there. I mean, we yeah. were basically there, basically, basically there, uh, pretty part of the country. Uh, gorgeous. you can draw your own, what, what? You're gorgeous. Oh. Yeah, you can draw your own conclusions why uh, a Trump course is um, with Liv. I, I don't have much comment there. But uh, I think, you know, there's some changes on the PGA Tour that happened already where now the purses are getting larger. So, of course, I would say, well, why why weren't they larger already? Um, so maybe some mm-hmm. of, you know, maybe some of what Phil and, and these others – we're trying to do is justified in that mm-hmm. um, the PGA, which I guess is mainly there for, for charity now has to shell out more to the, <laughs> to the players, but it's like, where was that money locked up? Why, why wasn't it being doled out in the first place? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the state of live and they got some big names. Um, they're still, still going strong and uh you know future question for marnak is like is there going to be another big name at some point come over to this tour so how are you fellas feeling about live i'm uh you know the epiphany for me that i shared with my my dad uh was live stands for 54 Mm-hmm. Holes, L-I-V, Roman numerals for 54. Because my dad thought that they forgot to put the E on the end. <laughs> and I'm like, Dad, I, I don't think that's it. He's like, no, like what he's like, what is what does live mean? He's like live invigorating golf. And I'm like, no, dad, it stands for 54. I, he had some choice words for that, but uh, he's like, he really thought it meant they forgot to put the E on the end. And that somebody needs to be fired. Um, so that was a fun conversation I had last week. Uh, that lives really means 54, 54 holes. Um, you know, I, I, I think time will tell. I, I'm with you. Like, I, I sometimes I, I get about as political as a two dollar bill, and I just I don't really care about some of that stuff, you know, and let that kind of work itself out in the, in the wash. Uh, I respect everybody's opinions on or having opinions. Let me put it that way. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, getting to, even watching the tournament last week, the uh, 
oh geez, the PGA Tour tournament. Uh, oh, I forget the name of it. But the watching Mullinax, the Barbasol. Yeah, the Barbasol. Sorry, the opposite field event. Watching Mullinax win at the end and just what it meant to him and his livelihood and his wife and kids were there. Like and and seeing you know Kevin Streelman and him come down the. I mean, like did even two guys dare I say not been prominent for a while. I think Streelman last one in 2014. That was fun. I mean, I actually like it was good golf. I mean, they had to go, they had to finish with a slew of birdies just to tie and then a putt at the end. Of, like that was fun. I watched the live event. I watched the final. I'm like, it was just, it was just, I don't know. It, it didn't get me going, you know? And I don't, I don't know why. Maybe it's because I have to log into freaking YouTube. Um, I don't know. It just, it just wasn't, wasn't my thing. Um, but, you know, it's, it's gaining popularity and we'll see where it goes. So I, I, I don't, I don't root for it to, to not be successful. Again, as I've said in the past, I like golf. I like watching golf. It just, just, it feels different. That's all. And uh, maybe it'll take some time to, to grow on me, but um, we'll see. We'll see. That's, that's my take. Steve-O. I think that the current PGA tour players need to be thanking these guys instead of bashing them because all of a sudden the PGA tour found $60 million just <laughs> laying around somewhere. So I don't know if Monahan is going to get his yacht. I don't know if Monahan is not going to get his yacht or his fourth home or something like that, but now they just, out of thin air in a matter of weeks found a lot more money. So I would, I think these PGA tour guys need to stop bashing the live guys and actually thank them because it sounds like some good changes happen for them. Um, but I think he, here's my overall take on just kind of the potential rumor on Rory, right? I think with Rory coming out so strong against it for weeks on end, getting a little chip on the shoulder to win the RBC come very close to the U S open and then it seems like he's kind of walking back his comments. I think to me, if he does go, he loses all credibility. But I guess my real wonder is how many Saudi feet is he going to have to kiss to say, I'm sorry to get those, all that money. Yeah. I do. You, obviously you don't have a great memory because old Phil may have had a few inflammatory remarks and uh, they took him with open arms. So I think I, I think Rory I think Rory could get the I think any of them get, get get the invite they're uh, they're interested in making this thing a success so well and he loses all credibility I think a lot of his fans if he backtracks like that so yeah 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 well and then uh, you know I guess we can finish off this week in golf with uh, the bombshell announcement that Sir Nick Faldo We'll be hanging it up at uh, – he's been there a while, hanging it up yeah, at CBS Sports. So, mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I'm not particularly thrilled with Immelman as a replacement with Nance. I, I think I could have named about, you know, <clears throat> a bunch more people uh, that I would have rather seen than Trevor oh, up there. No, no offense to Trevor. You know, I'm yeah. sure he's whatever. But uh, I, I just – Feldo's – I mean, he's kind of – kind of sloppy there at the end but uh it's still rather rather have him somebody with a little bit of character uh, a little crazy rather than than Immelman so I'm not not looking forward to that there's a whole bunch of changes happening in the football the American football 
announcing landscape as well. We can get into that later. Um, but I just, I, I kind of hate to see the, you know, Miller, Johnny Miller go and, and obviously, you know, McCord gone, Jerry Costas McCord, gone. Costas. I mean, geez. Although please. like, it just, these are all names that I grew up with and, and really brought me, you know, to the TV to watch these events. And it's, it's always sad when, when a legend goes down. So, or maybe he's going over to live. All right. And on to everybody's favorite segment, the old drink review. I'm going to start with the, the old man and his domestics. What do you got for us this week, Mark? I've got a real treat. I know that I might say that every week, but uh, this week I really mean it. Uh, and no offense to the past real treats, but this is, a real treat. This is an award winner, if you will. A real blue ribbon. Oh, Pabst blue ribbon. Um, I know, I know. This is, uh, you know, this harkens back to the days of my dad having a couple cold ones. Uh, and, At Wrigley. Uh, yeah, Wrigley. Uh, <laughs> we're, going to, we're going to Wrigley. Uh but Pat's Blue Ribbon, I, I walked, I was, you know, I went into Trina's again. Uh, I saw, I saw the white can and the ice and I thought to myself, I can do better than this. I can go find this uh, in a cooler someplace, uh, which to me, to me brings legitimacy. If you can find one of those cans in the ice in a cooler, I mean, somebody actually took the time to stock it. Uh, as opposed to uh, probably, you know, take the cans that fell out of the box and put them in the ice chest. Uh, much to my chagrin, it took me a little while to find this uh, in a in a, um, a cooler uh, being stocked. But I did find a sixer of the Paps Blue Ribbon uh, in the 16-ounce Tallboy to get Ooh. into my theme here. I know we're not on video, but I'm showing the can to the boys uh, it's a beautiful can. I can't wait to hear what Stephen thinks about that design. But that's a beautiful, beautiful can. can. The blue ribbon dates back to the 1800s when they won awards. See, I also do research, folks, and the listeners I know care about the research that I do. They won awards, and the can used to not have the blue ribbon on it back in the day. And when they started canning beer back in the 1800s, they put the blue ribbon on there to let everybody know that they won first place. Uh, and that their beer was worthy of awards. Um, so it was after they started making it? Correct. Okay. Correct. And it wasn't Pabst for a while. It started out as like best beer. Yeah, I know. Uh, which is really creative. Uh, but then Pabst was actually the, one of the presidents of the company back in the 1800s, and they ended up renaming it. Pabst. Um, I know I tell you guys about um, how tough it is to mow my lawn and I have my lawnmower, um, uh, yes. my lawnmower scale, right? Uh, you know, from push mower all the way up to uh, green lawn, the lawnmowers that cut the greens at golf courses. Guys, I got to be honest with you. This is a zero turn radius. This Ooh. is four out of five lawnmowers on my Mark Moses own lawn, lawn scale. Um, and I know, I know. Don't laugh. This is a great, it's a great light beer. Uh, the flavor is nice. Um, it's not a heavy drinker. Uh, it's very nice. It's in the lager category. Um, you can What's see that the, jar the, you got there. Oh, see, this is a, this is a bifecta, if you will. 
not, not only am I sporting a Pabst Blue Ribbon tall boy, I've got a uh, mason jar from Guy, Fier- Guy Fieri's American <laughs> Grill uh, from Cancun Airport. Uh, mm. Shout out to Stephen, our waiter. Uh, we, we were, yeah, not you, Stephen. Different Stephen. Uh, we ah, told him we really liked the, the the glass, and he said, "You know what? You guys take it." Oh, and so we d- yeah, we did. Um, after a brief chat with the Federales, they let us go. Um, He's just trying to get you thrown in Mexican jail. Pretty much. Uh, he was from he was from the area. Anyway, uh, this is a this is a bifecta. We got the Guy Fieri's chilled glass. Uh, with a little Pabst in it, highly recommend Pabst. I think I think it's kind of bad rap for being a cheap beer, kind of a a throwaway. Like maybe you make a beer can chicken with it, um, you use it as a, you know some marinades or some something like that. But no, it's a drinker, folks. I can tell you after mowing a lawn, coming in with a Pabst, a chilled glass, that's Americana right there. Highly recommend. Go find it whether it's in uh, Trina's ice chest or in your uh, the cooler stocked in a six pack, highly recommend Paps Blue Ribbon. Man, and what, a mm-hmm. what a guy. What a guy. What a guy. Yeah. So I got a few, I got a few comments there. Oh. Uh, Please yeah. do. Please do. So, so uh, did you, sorry, did you refer to it as PBR at any point during your diatribe? I did not. I did not. Okay. Well, yep. colloquially known as, as PBR, um, uh, you know, for a long time there, I kind of thought of it as an also ran um, for mm. just your your Millers and your cores and other. But it's it's got that unique, you know, it's got that unique tie to Wrigley. It's it's pretty damn good cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a be- beautiful can on the, on the Haddix nice uh, can. can rating. Nice can. Nice can. Uh, <laughs> uh, nice cans. I, Okay. Okay. I think for a while there, and I don't know if it's true or not, but that's never stopped us before. It might have the highest ABV of uh, of a domestic, um, so that you know, <laughs> sought after for that reason. Uh, you know, the other thing is, next time you go to Trinus, uh, mm-hmm. look for the twenty four ounce cans. Oh. I, I'd be interested to know if uh, if Paps came in a. In a 24 ounce can. I didn't see it at Trina's. She has a lot of 24s, um, but I'll look. I'll maybe I have to go a little okay. bit deeper into the ice. It gets and I submit, cold. I submit to you another entry for the mm. Mark. Watch somebody do your lawn uh, lawn mowing scale. Oh, geez, here we go. Now, do you recall the episode of Tool Time where uh, Tim? Uh, challenges Vila to a race yes. on lawnmowers. And oh, do you yes. remember? Do you remember what kind of lawnmower he brought to that gunfight? Uh, I do know they had a jet pack on the back. <laughs> jet, a jet powered lawnmower. Jet powered, only yes. the only the tool man. So that, that that's that's got to fit in fit jet in somewhere power, there. Lawnmower. Okay. You know, and I didn't want to call it PBR because I I think that that kind of cheapens it. You know, even more so than. It already is. And I wanted to call it Paps Blue Ribbon so people know that it's it's worthy of the award. Yeah, and our audience might get it confused with pro bull riding and just, you know, a lot of our audience members are PBR fans, mm-hmm. so didn't want to get them confused. Sports, or FD, yeah. FDR, PDF, whatever. FDR, PDS, PDA, all the same. All right. 
Toledo. Well, thank you. Topeka. Thank you for the quality, quality domestic. As always. Right in the middle base. Right in the middle baseball season. That's perfect. All right. Steven, mm-hmm. the bourbon hunter, what have you got? This is one that came from your bachelor party weekend. This is what we had there, Mike. You and Mark, you both had some of this. So you guys got Delicious. to get your lips on this stuff. Uh, it's Widow Jane. It's a 10-year. Um, it is Ooh. 91 proof. And I was actually just looking at the back because I wasn't sure where this is from. So what it sounds like is that the water comes from the legendary Rosendale Mines of New York. It sounds like it is barreled in Kentucky, Tennessee. Uh, here Indiana, we go with the logistics. Here we go with the logistics. But then Supply chain, some lie chain. And bottled in the distillery in Brooklyn. So supply chain's a little interesting on this one, right? So it's a little... I mean, it's kind of like ten New years. York. You get that yeah. good New York. It takes 10 years to make it. For the, well, hey, I mean, they might be on something. You get that good New York water for the bagels. So maybe the thing <sighs> good New York water for some bourbon, right? I mean, maybe they're on something here. It, so is it this is very is it good. Bib? So. so bottled in Brooklyn? No, come on with the bibs. <laughs> okay. I'm not I'm not going to explain that again until I got another bib, and then we'll, we'll go through that one. But not okay. everything's a bib, Mark. Got it. I know when you eat your wings, you need a bib, but that's a whole different conversation at BW3s. Um, Boneless can get messy. Right, but no, very good. Really smooth. Um, really smooth. This is the second I've second time um, I've had it. I've had it before, but this is definitely a bottle that I will. Um, when this one's gone, I, I it's one you can find on the shelf. It's not allocated, but to uh, me, this is a good one. You can't find the other stuff. I'll definitely. Uh, I'll definitely pick up another bottle. It's good. Price point? What's the price point on that? Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's somewhere in the 65, 68 range. So oh, uh, definitely not one you w- want to have by a ton of, given the price point. Um, but yeah, it's it's good. I would say for for the flavor, for the smoothness, it, it's definitely it's definitely worth it. Now the real question here is, you know, similar to if you. You get your, you know, MBA from a place without actually going there. When this passes through Kentucky, does that make it sweet Kentucky juice or is it not a bourbon? I, on the, in the Stephen book, I'm going to have to say no. When when it's not bought, distilled and bottled in Kentucky, I think you lose the title of that good, sweet Kentucky juice brown water whatever you want to call it i think you lose it i think this is just this is new york this is this is uh this is seeing violence and this is seeing a lot of things in new york this is brooklyn i've seen a that's, lot I mean, maybe it goes well with an everything bagel that's the uh iu purdue fort wayne of mm. uh <laughs> kentucky whiskey so i ooey pooey ooey pooey ooey poofoo what, what fort wayne uh poofooey all right. Thank you, Stephen. Um, so uh, <clears throat> during the course of the uh, the bachelor party, Mark, I don't do you remember when I made a comment to you about um, something that I wanted you to hold on until we got to the pod? I do. OK, I don't know if you remember you from you may remember me saying that, but maybe not in the context of what was happening. But um, I had and, and this was, you know, like 
all other things fate on and all the foreshadowing and everything else that we're um, apt to do on this podcast. So this one I, I had already purchased and I'm like, you know, this is going to be a good one for the for the pod someday. Uh, this one is called. Our pets heads are heads falling are off. falling off. Yes. And they want to look at that. And that's oh Petey. Oh my God. That's Petey. It's got the it's got some crazy oh, stuff on here. My favorite movie. Oh really? I hope it's good. I'll get it for yeah. you on cassette. I, ho- I hope um, it's VHS. You know, quick okay, so quick aside here. So growing up, I got a, you know, I was playing AAU basketball and we had a friend that used to have one of these conversion vans. And I don't remember if it was the Savannah or the tiara or whatever it was but they had i hope you know what i'm talking about if oh, yeah. like the the green you know suede seats or whatever oh. captain's chairs and it had that vcr with the tv uh, up in the middle on on top and i can remember going to games we used to toss in this movie which is of course dumb and dumber and uh but what's crazy here too mark is this is from the Martin Brewery in Fort Worth, which is you oh. had picked the domestic, um, according to the letter of the mm-hmm. law, right? Because it's Texas. Mm-hmm. I think you had picked up a Martin from there when somebody stole, might have might have stole your banquet or your PBR or whatever you had. Oh man, yeah, that's right, the there, Martin right? Brewery, yeah, Martin House. Yeah, Brewery. so this is actually in my in my backyard here, but uh, it is a it is a double IPA. Um, I think I had done at least one other one, which was the Clown Shoes. Um, which I said was like, uh, you know, a multi, it, it was, it was good. I really, I really liked it. This one is, is okay. Now, when I went to mid Ohio, I did have a chance to get another double IPA and that thing was like drinking a pine tree. And, uh, <clears throat> this one is, this one's not bad. It's not as good drinking as pine, shoes. pine tree. Okay. It is pretty good though. It's, uh, the artwork on the can, I, I tried to do a little digging here. There's like a, a picture of a Pirates player named Mario Mendoza. Mm-hmm. And it's huh. scratched out and it says Nolan Ryan. And I, so I, I'm going to have to do a ton of research on that and, uh, you know, find out <clears throat> who killed JFK all at the same time because mm-hmm. I, I couldn't find anything. Um, but anyway, it is it is eight percent. It will make you dumb and dumber uh, if you mm-hmm. keep drinking this thing. But uh, I, Stephen, I did not know that that was your your favorite movie. So next next time I'm around and we've got a couple hours to kill, we might have to sit down and watch that. It is favorite one of comedy, the best movies, no doubt. It one might of, be. I think best, it is yeah. my favorite movie overall. Favorite comedy, and I I do think it is my favorite movie overall. Here, all right. Here's a dumb question, Mike. Since Mark likes to ask if things are bibs and all allocated and all kinds of, <laughs> what's the difference between a regular IPA and a double? Does that just mean like double the hops, double the terribleness? Like what? What's double? <laughs> wow, those well, are fighting words right there. Um, the listeners can weigh in, but I I believe an alternative term for double IPA is an imperial IPA, and so anytime you have yeah. An imperial stout, um, an imperial IPA, an imperial army. It just means that it is just stronger in terms of its alcohol content. It's going to be more of whatever particular flavor you would have. So I, I'll have to go. I'll get that for the next pod. 
because I don't I don't want to be wrong for the first time on this podcast ever. Um, but <laughs> I say probably Ooh. more hops, maybe more fragrant hops, um, higher alcohol content. Um, so it's it, yeah. To your point, if you are someone who <clears throat> doesn't enjoy IPAs, then you will hate this one doubly. Um, I'm sure, but uh, <laughs> good one here. Um, it, it is interesting though, right? And, and it's not fair because we are in the age of the internet and you've got these various websites out there where you can go in and, and look up these things. But if you're staring at a bunch of taps and it's like, wow, you know, I've had one IPA, one, one double IPA um, that was like a pine tree and another one that's like the clown shoes where you could have a few of them. It's like, wow, this is pretty daunting um, in terms of what to pick. Cause I, I feel like that's, that's true of IPAs just in general is can be something you really don't like, or it can be something that could be fairly mild. So mm-hmm. um, I will uh, continue to um, do my best to give as many IPA reviews on this pod as possible. Um, this one, a, a good one. If you happen to be someplace you can get stuff from Martin brewery, but um, they're getting really creative with the can art here. And this one, uh, I look forward to the, uh, the next offering from Lloyd Christmas. Mm. Just shaving. All right. Just uh, shaving. What are you doing? So just to, just to round out uh, pucks and net. So, uh, you know, been a, been a while since we did this, this podcast. Uh, Steven's pick, the abs, the best of the West. Um, what's the saying, Mark? Everybody bets. Everybody picks a winner. And, everybody uh, bets. Too much on a loser. No one bets enough on a winner. Steven picked the winner. Uh, first Stanley Cup since 2001. Um, great for them. Uh, Steven, I'll give you a couple seconds if there's anything you want to say about the team since you did predict them. I feel like I owe you that. No, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm really happy for them. Uh, actually, really fun finals. It's very interesting after the first game just looked like it was going to be a, a four four game sweep uh game two was you know still kind of a, a housing and then really things kind of started to flip from there and it kind of seemed like that would this was going to go Barnack was reaching uh, out of the grave seven. tampa yeah mm-hmm. yeah seriously you know right at the right at the right at the um ice skates trying to trip them up but anyways um overall was a really good series um, I think if the Avs can keep a lot of these guys, which seems like they are locked up for a bit, a lot of younger dudes, I think that they're going to be right back in a, the same or similar position next year. Um, but I did have a couple of friends and, and co-workers at the parade and said it was oh. it was wild. The city was kind of crazy for a few days. So, um, yeah, happy that's for the Avs. Great. Yeah, that's great. Let's get on to more important matters here. So uh, Seriously, remember- that was – do you remember when, Unbelievable. We, when we played trivia on here and we were trying to name teams that were in multiple major sports leagues? Do you remember the team that we couldn't name? Yeah, it was the oh, Winnipeg yeah. Jets. Winnipeg New Jets. York Jets. Yeah. So, Stephen, how dare you? Oh, Lord. Oh, how yes. dare you? Here we go. Speak poorly of our man, friend of the pod, Rick Bonus. Uh, so much to my delight. And Hitchcock and Mark, like, oh man, I'm I'm on cloud nine here. We got Rick Bonus picked up by the Winnipeg Jets. You can't keep him down, Stephen. We foreshadowed it here. That's what we do. 
Um, so next season we will get uh, Rick Rick Bonus. Sorry, I can't remember Rick Bonus in with the Jets, and I'm I'm looking forward to that. And you know, he just comes with so many intangibles. I oh, here we so go. Many. A lot of right his resume, right his resume. Oh, so I'm I'm looking forward to. Uh, I mean, you know, this the content for this pod just writes itself. So next season we'll be comparing, we'll be um, mm-hmm. rooting for both the the stars and the Jets, and it's, it's going to be a fun one. Here's all I'll say really quick. Leader this, among this can be leaders. a topic we dive into deeper is. Once you're a head coach in professional sports, right? This goes hockey, this goes football, baseball, and basketball. Once you're a head coach, you're set. You can be terrible. You can have bad, you can have good seasons, you can have bad seasons, you can have four losing seasons in a row, and then go get picked up by another team and be their head coach. So I think this is another example of once you're a head coach, you get a special actress next to your name, and you're at the top of the list for the next head coaching position that's open. So but I assume you're you're not acting like Bonus doesn't deserve this job. No, no I'm not saying. I just okay. I'm just kind of surprised. Okay. I'm just, just a in little, case he's ever so, a guest. No, not I don't want that animosity bonus. between not you and a guest. Bonus. Just saying, this is just to me another observation I had with a buddy, and and this is we agree on it. Mm. His buddy's last but name, anyways, Gidry Godry. Oh, here we go. I would I, say I, I talked to him tonight and confirmed it's Godry, not Godry. So you know what? That waitress, she had it out for us. She didn't want to give us a discount. Folks, folks, listeners, uh, I know you're wondering what happened here. Uh, Stephen apparently knew somebody that owned a place we ate at this weekend. That didn't quite uh, pan out for his, uh, uh, his, his intentions and we didn't really get a discount or any sort of special favor. We got extra chips though. We, got we did get some chips. extra chips. We got, we got extra we chips. Go. That was, that was really and nice. Mark and Mark half wing and tried to hide it. That's Mark bad wings. half wing and tried to hide it. So oh, here we again. Go. I'm a boneless guy. I don't do the bone in. Uh, 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 nugget guy. <laughs> yeah, we, I, I agree with you though. We should do a segment on, Coaches that that no longer deserve to coach because because you're right it's like come on there's got to be some fresh blood out there. Um, in uh, in other round ball, Ole Miss. I don't know if they mm. were the the very last seed or they were just an extremely low seed, but they do the unthinkable. Um, I think based on Stephen's explanation, it was uh, quite complicated. Uh, is if then you know. Get, get the decoder ring, everything else. But. If then else, do loop, look up. for loop, V lookups, H lookups. They won the regional, super regional, quad, quad regional, triple regionals, mega, mega regionals, Giga. all of the regionals. They won. Um, no, they did, they, they did. Congratulations to, to Ole Miss um, in professional professional baseball so good time to be a fan new york fan yankees and mets both towards the top mm-hmm. uh we got a chance to watch a little bit of baseball yankees red Sox, perfect summer game uh what a extra game. innings mm. extra innings a little interesting it was like uh if you if you're an extra innings you get to start a guy on a second and uh, you get a grenade uh, at one point during the inning and uh you know some clowns. I, I, yeah, it was, uh-huh. it was interesting though. I, I'm always a sucker for uh playoff baseball in October. Um, uh-huh. So 
looks like uh, Stroh's Stroh's will be there. You know, Yankees and Mets. Uh, maybe another team with some some histrionics will sneak in there. So it's going to be it's going to be fun. Going to be fun. And I'm uh, heading out to uh, the new Rangers Stadium this Sunday, and looking they're going to uh, take on a division rival in Seattle, who's who's won uh, eight in a row. Um, so that's uh, that's going to be a good game. Just looking forward wow. to a little bit of America's pastime. Rangers game at the Weber's Grill. <laughs> looks like a Weber's Grill, Mike. Tell it me looks that. like it looks like that <laughs> ship that they had in Flight of the Navigator. That's yes. about uh, what it what it looks like. So yes. I don't really give a damn as long as the roof's closed and the AC's mm-hmm. cold. That's <laughs> I think you can check that a few hours ahead of time. I have. I don't uh, think I need to check it. It's definitely going to be closed. It's like a million degrees. In yeah, I hope it's closed. I mean, I really do for you for the for. Yeah, but I, I have checked it before and uh, I may or may not have bailed on an Astros game back in the day when I found out the roof was not going to be closed. I may or may not. Again, hypothetically, I uh, had some conflicts come up so I didn't have to go sit outside and watch a baseball game. I guess I've become that soft. I mean, I spent many a days at the old Ranger Arlington Stadium out on the bleachers. Cooking. Cooking. Uh, And uh, here I am bailing on an Astros game because the roof wasn't closed. Sad. Sad. Or maybe because the beer was $18. But, yeah, either way. Also true. (laughs) Sheesh. Well, have Uh, fun this weekend, Mikey. I mean, that will be a blast. I'm looking forward to it. I I, um, – it'll be good to get out there. I I enjoy it. Tickets are – pretty cheap um even though they're kind of right there in the hunt in the middle of the of the league mm-hmm. but uh they're only 15 yeah. and a half back of the astros that's not bad anything can yeah. happen yeah maybe i will report back on on that though and um just to finish out the round balls other round ball green furry one so uh been a while since we did this this pod I was going to talk about how Wimbledon had started. Uh, now we're at the point where Wimbledon has finished. Um, Djokovic wins. I don't know how many he's won, but he, that really, to me, wasn't the story. Uh, this nut job, Kyrgios, uh, sort of the bad boy at tennis for me Man. anyway. He, uh, I mean, I don't know if you've seen some of the clips. This guy, like, serves underhand. He, oh, he yeah. does things he's always complaining to the crowd and the refs he's just i mean he's the definition of hothead um and so he he gets into the finals because nadal you know tears his abdomen or something like that and uh um he i think he won the first set but then it was all downhill um Mm -hmm. after that so um, he's uh anyway has won seven Titles, Mike, just going to the interwebs here, and he's won four in a row. Wow. Yeah. We, we call that a Grand Dynasty. Slam. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, career Grand Slam. Yeah. He's, he's won, no, he's won four Wimbledons in a row. Is that true? I'll save that for Department of Corrections. That seems... I'm willing to throw that up there with a and dollar. Joe, and... Yeah. Djokovic only won seven... seven Wimbledon. What do you call Wimbledon? So, so he, okay, so he's won seven and four in Good a row. Gosh. Got it. Okay, according to Mark. Well, yeah. Yeah. well according to ESPN.com. 
I mean, this isn't me here. It's ESPN.com. Anyway. Does what? Doesn't he have like 28? Um, He's got a lot of majors. What, what are they called? Majors? <laughs> big ones. You got 28 big called? ones. What are the big ones? The Grand Slams. <laughs> Grand Slams. He's got a lot of he's got a lot of the big golf, the grand slams, the bigger trophies combined. (laughs) I love that. When we start our own golf league, we're not calling them majors; we're calling them big ones. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! And then um, over to the uh, over to F one. So. Season continues to be be pretty delicious. Um, Leclerc ends up winning uh, this last weekend at the Red Bull Ring in Austria. Fun fact: if you didn't know that that Red Bull um, was an Austrian company, but it is. Um, so Leclerc from Ferrari, who uh, he wins. Just take a guess, guys. Can you guess what happened to the car? of the Ferrari of Leclerc's Ferrari teammate during this race. Let me think about it. Hold on. Oh gosh. What's happening with fire? Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Ferrari. I mean, maybe some engine troubles. Cook some steaks. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah. I think the headline was something to the effect of he couldn't understand why it took so long for him to put the fire out. So yeah. (laughs) Jeez Louise. Uh, Ferrari right. continues to yeah to deliver in the um, arson department. So they um, anywhere Le- uh, Leclerc was um, he was the the early leader in the season and um, for stopping you know came came roaring back. He's still in first in the standings, but Leclerc uh, continues to stick around. So um, I happened to watch the uh, the Schumacher documentary on Netflix. So that's a um, I, I know we had talked about before drive to survive and how, how that had some interest, but, um, you know, I get into this thing where, uh, especially when the fiance heads out of town and I get like into these rabbit holes and I watch these, these depressing documentaries. Like I watched the Epstein one, mm. I watched the Boeing one, mm. I've, I've seen mm. Enron, um, and the Schumacher Goodness. one was it. Yeah. I, I need to stop that. But the Schumacher one was pretty interesting. Um, you know, he, he was obviously extremely dominant in F1, I think at the beginning of the two thousands, then ended up getting into a skiing, uh, you know, had a skiing accident. It was a tragedy, went into a coma and they've kept it extremely private mm-hmm. in terms of, um, what his recovery has been and, and what he is today. Um, but I encourage you to go watch that documentary, especially if you have any interest in F1. I know Steven, you love dynasty, so you'll probably, um, be one of the first ones to watch that, but, uh, for interesting story, interesting character also, um, you know, helped Ferrari to, um, have some prestige throughout the years that they hadn't had for a while. So, um, but yeah, continues to be, uh, Verstappen. I, uh, listener sent me in a good one here. So Ferrari will try to Verstappen him. Um, but, but we'll, you know, we'll see whether or not that works probably yeah. more likely that between now and the end of the season, another Ferrari will go up in flames. Figure that one out guys. Can bet on that. Uh, and then just real quick before we get into Marnak and uh, 
round things out. So football, uh, we did have, I, I, we went over the list of the cities that had made the, uh, the 2026 world cup list. Um, I think somebody corrected me that there is another country, <clears throat> maybe it was Canada that was also going to have some, some cities as part of that world cup. But, uh, I wanted to just wanted to ask real quick, what's your favorite city that didn't make that list? So your choices here are Baltimore, uh, Orlando, Cincinnati, Nashville, Denver, and, uh, and Edmonton. So that there's the Canada mm. part there. Mm. Those are the ones that didn't make the, the cut. Didn't make the cut. Sorry, I'm telling I mean, you. So many yes, disappointed soccer fans. So oh. many disappointed soccer fans. I feel terrible for these soccer fans. Um, Edmonton. Gonna, I, mean, I mean, that is a huge soccer city. Huge. Um, Kenny, I have no clue. I, I have multiple jokes I can make at some of these cities, but I'm not going to go there. I, I mean, I'm just going to go with the city I like the most. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. just going to go with Denver. I'm going to go mm-hmm. with Denver just being up against – I don't actually like Denver. I like the mounds outside of it. Or, or Nashville. I mean, I'm, I can't mm. go, I'm going to go Denver. All right, Denver, final answer, Denver. That's a you good know, one. I don't normally agree with Stephen on much. Uh, with respect to geography, oh, but uh, I'm going to go Denver too. I think that would have been a nice scene. Um, it's a, it is kind a of mile cool high town, mile high. Kick it from one further. goal to the other. Yeah, I mean, you could goalies could score potentially. Altitude sickness. Oh yeah, I mean, you could see a lot on the field and off the field, kind of theatrics. Uh, I'll go in Denver. I feel like they might have gotten the proverbial uh, oh boot in the butt. You know, uh, not getting uh, to host a game here. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's kind of the obvious, the choice, you know, Baltimore, DC, that, that, but you, you know, you can get capitals and crab cakes anywhere. Uh, Mm -hmm. Orlando, you know, parlay that into a Disney trip. Is is, is Orlando different than Orlando, Mike? You've said Orlando. Yeah. It's it's right next to a Kissimmee. Okay. Um, It's next to Kissimmee. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but uh, that's, you know, that's fine. Whatever you got, you got Disney worlds all over the world. What, what people are really going to miss out on is Cincinnati because Cincinnati. is there is another that Meta, place? Mid Ohio. Yeah. Right. About. Yeah. And that, where else are you going to get skyline chili? I mean, the, these people coming from all over the world could have had an opportunity to sample. Oh, man. Well, they wanted chili. to keep the grass green. No, in the stands. Oh, Uh, (laughs) I, you know, that is some of the best chili. That's some of the best chili named Skyline. Graders ice cream. If you haven't had that, head down to your local Kroger and get the uh, the blackberry chocolate chip. You will not be disappointed. Um, yeah, Cincinnati, Cincinnati for me. Um, you get, look this one up, though, if you want a good laugh. Uh, there's some sort of match fixing that's going on in, in Sierra Leone. Uh, there were a, cu- a couple matches where the uh, the score was 95 to 0 and 91 to 1. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, they've ne- obviously never heard of subtle, but uh, mm-hmm. you 90 minute matches. So you go you go do the one you, you do the math on that one. I. Uh, if there's some footage on that, I want to they see They scored it. 95 goals in 90 minutes. Like, like what? I have an opposite take. How? 
Oh, yes, I know where you're going or with this one. were they just confused on which goal to put the ball in? I know Man. where you're going with this one. Me? It's, yeah. yeah I, this is the only way you could get me to watch soccer. Yes, I mean, that's right. <laughs> you will never get me to watch a 1-0 90-minute game. You could get me to watch a 90-0 to zero or, or heck, a 60-45 a, a to 45 game. Yes. Right? I mean, I would yeah. watch that. But I would actually The other watch. team didn't put up a defense. Like, how is this? It's like the, the under-15 boys beating the U.S. women's team. Like, uh, That's true. like, I don't, I don't, like, what? You're right, I don't though. understand right. what's, go- what's going on. Like, how do you do that? Even if the other team held onto the ball for 20 seconds every possession – that's just not possible. Like, I'm with okay. Steven. Let's let, I'm going to go back. I'm going yeah, to try to find the tape. Yeah, because there's got to be no mm. LeBron, yeah, I'm gonna, mean? I'm going to I'm going to find the tape, and we're going to bottle this, and we're going to we're going to yes. start we're going to we're going to start our our new golf tour and our new soccer league. Yes, I love it. Okay, let's uh, let's check in this week with Marnak, the mediocre. So. My uh, my original question for Marnak was going to be around old Joey Jaws Chestnut and uh, whether or not on the 4th of July he was going to beat his record set last year of uh, slugging down 76 hot dogs. Um, he didn't end up doing that. Maybe a little understandable. I don't know if you saw the video. Oh, uh, yeah. Some point during the competition, uh, somebody came um, on stage and uh yeah jaws oh, yeah. uh i don't know if that person's still alive uh no. jaws basically looked like he snapped his neck um, pretty much that's impressive like, like i can, i feel like if, if i'm full like i can barely walk straight <laughs> joey just down like 55 hot dogs and did a full ufc you know full nelson kind of move on him and uh got back right up and started eating more i'm just like this is impressive stuff like that's an athlete you know, that is an athlete, period. Yeah. He snapped him like you snapped oh. a casing on a Nathan's. And uh, oh. so he doesn't he, – he ends up winning, but he doesn't He doesn't beat mm-hmm. his record. So Marnak gets a pass on that one. I, I would have picked him. Oh, yeah. Picked him for sure. So um, – but we'll go back to the Vlasic envelope this week. I want to see from Marnak what <laughs> is the winning score at uh, – the British Open, or sorry, the Open, mm-hmm. at sorry, the yes. old course at St. At the Andrews, course, St. Andrews. going to be right, this yeah. week. All right, I got the, as Mike likes to call it, the Vlasic Vidalia various cornucopia envelope. It's the Vidara. Shout out to my homies at Vidara. Sorry. It's okay. It's a hotel chain. Um, so here's the deal. I got, I got two answers for you today. If, as we've alluded to earlier in the pod, if the wind is up, and if there's any sort of inclement weather, no, hey, don't shake your heads at me. Don't, no, 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 no. The envelope never lies, except for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, if it's windy, it's single digits, and I got minus nine. Ooh. If it's Chamber of Commerce, if it's Chamber of Commerce, Edinburgh, Edinburgh, uh, it is a minus 18 is the winner. Okay. The windy elements, we got single digits. If we got Chamber of Commerce, it's minus 18. Not, okay, not too bad. A little bit of waffling 
Um, no, I got the envelope did it, not me. I'm just saying. Well, but it. I mean, most recently, I think it's been it's been wrong. I mean, I, I hate to go here, but you know, oh, we got to deflate go. Marnex ego a little bit. Uh, I think the, the call was that Monty would not make the cut at the U.S. Senior Open. I know. Um, I know. He did. He did. Uh, I would I would have given you the is Monty going to make the cut at the next non-major? Uh, that would have been too easy though. Yeah. Um, but Padraig, so so Padraig ended up winning that. He's the first international winner. Hmm of the yep. u.s senior open since colin did it in 2014 in your neck of the woods edmond oklahoma i don't even oh, know yeah. what's there i just know it's oak tree oak tree really nice course yeah great okay. national yep okay so monty makes the cut um yeah okay. what do you think let's, about let's, maybe a, maybe the vidara the vidalia envelope is run its course Maybe I need to find a new MetLife, Met maybe one of the credit card offers. I'm going to, I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be searching the mail this week. See if the old Mrs. Snyder has uh, some better envelopes for me to, to work with. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Nine or 18 under par. Heard it here first, folks. What do you, so maybe an unofficial Marnak here. What do you think about Tiger making the cut? Definitely. It's pretty No hesitation. Walk. Yeah, it's a lot of walking, and but he looks okay. I mean, he, he the limp isn't as pronounced as it was uh, at the last um, uh, event. Uh, what was it, the PGA? You know where he had to withdraw. Um, mm. I, I, or was it? Yeah, is that where he withdrew? Was that U.S. Open? Mm-hmm. PGA. Um, PGA. Yeah, he didn't yeah, play so, U.S. Open. Yeah, he didn't play U.S. Open. Um, so I, I think he looked better, and he's even saying he feels better. And I think, I think, and this is. Uh, you know, my, my 28 year old body, uh, when it's cooler out, I actually feel better. Um, you know, it's not as stressful on the body. So I think this might be like, I really feel like if he was going to play one event this year, this is going to be it. Right. And so I feel like this is the thing Uh, I've listened to pretty much every interview, every word he's spoken publicly and to John Daly. Uh, this, this is the one he had circled on his calendar and I think he's feeling better. And I think the weather, the cooler temperatures, maybe a little less stressful on the body. Um, yeah. So I, 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 I say, yes, if he gets into bunker trouble, maybe it's going to be a little bit more of a challenge. Hope he replicates the, what was it? The 2000 or 2000, I forget which one it was. He didn't hit it into a bunker. Uh, so I'm looking for a, a good performance from him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Seems like he's picking and choosing these days. Mm-hmm. This, is a, mm-hmm. this is a pretty good one. Um, a funny one for you. I uh, This is like one of these no crap moments. I saw a headline that said Chestnut uh, may potentially have a li- uh, shorter life expectancy. So yes. I guess. <laughs> right. He's eating more hot dogs than everybody Aww. in the city in which I live combined. So it's uh yeah, it, 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 I, I think his cholesterol is probably not great. Yeah, here's your sign. You don't need don't need Marnak to tell you that mm-hmm. one. You do not. All right. Well, thank you, thank you, Marnak. I cannot. Anytime. I cannot wait. I'm guessing first round will probably be somewhere around six, seven under. So. Yeah, I mean, gotta... if the weather's if the weather's great, yeah, that's what's going to happen. 
Yep. All right. Uh, now on to Department of Corrections. Um, no shortage, really, again. Oh, um, great. So <laughs> along with... Along with facts and truth, uh, there's another thing that we're not particularly good with on this pod, and that is math. Um, You know, I think- You have calculators, Mike. That's what calculators are for. Well, in Excel, um, we're just really bad at math. I think at some point, Stephen had said, you know, we're looking forward to one large listeners um, referencing a million. One billion, um, okay. You know, I, I had mentioned last time <clears throat> on the um, 10th episode that I hope that we got to 10 to the 10th episodes. Uh, you know, that's a lot of episodes, folks. <laughs> a lot uh, of episodes. <laughs> we, I don't, uh, as much as I'd like to have that many days left on Earth, five a day I don't think we do. Yeah. For a yeah. long time. We're going to need the clip that they found in some of those Sierra Leone games. Um, mm-hmm. We're going <laughs> to do that. You know, I had a funny story for you. So I, um, you know, I was one of these that benefited from my my company paying for my MBA. And so they, you know, usually when you come in with the, mm. the old uh, company pocketbook, they tend to let just about anyone in. And I think one time during a, a class, the uh, professor had asked me or asked the class, how many miles is it to the moon? Oh, and, uh, you know, me, uh, uh, sprightly, however, 20-something I'm like, yeah, I got that. 10 miles. Oh, jeez, uh, You did not. <laughs> you can see it, right? Yeah, because it's right there. It doesn't take that long yeah. to get to. Uh, that, of course, is the not even close to the right answer. I Come was on, uh, it's promptly. It's like 240,000 like miles. Uh, like 246. No, it's 240,000 miles, roughly. I think that's 240,000. 40, yeah. Not, uh, not booted out of the not booted out of the program though, but uh, Mark went ahead and confirmed how bad we are at math with the twenty-eight-year-old body comment. So um, well, maybe we I just stopped counting. I stopped counting yeah. after. for Hey, we never said this podcast is about facts. Okay, this That's is about true. we're trying to get things mostly right. <laughs> give you some ideas, and then you go research yourself, right? right. So it's it's we're about empowering it others. That's we are like. Right? We are the Brandel Chambly of podcasts. We're going to give you the information. You <laughs> we make did not approve decision. that comment to our viewers. Uh, we, we did not talk about that in the pre-show warm-up. Um, I'm okay. not cutting it. Yep. Yeah, so I, I'm with you, Stephen. Everything and nothing includes falsities. So, um, but let's just maybe we stick to words uh, for a bit. Like um, 26 miles. Like, you know, a mile is like 5,000 feet. And in an airplane, you generally fly at about 36,000 to 40,000. I mean, that's like, <sighs> never mind. Never mind. I don't okay, know. Good. I agree with Mike. Job, kinda, I don't know. We, we need to look at it because it is kind of like right there. I mean, shoot, it seems like a couple drivers, you know, I had a couple drivers will be there. Oh my gosh. Course. I don't know. Anyways, we can cut well, there, that, but anyway. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because in, in the, the previous pod, Mark mentioned all sides of the earth. Now, if you know anything Ooh, about oh geometry yeah. and Department of Corrections. So, uh, you know, maybe there is something going on here with it's about 10 miles away because it's a flat earth and there's there's mm. some sides and some weird kind of trigonometry going on there. Um, but yeah, of course, Mark, if you if you don't believe in flat earth, I don't I don't think there would be That's any fair. sides. That's fair. Mm-hmm. 
it is. It's a sphere. So There's the curvature of the earth. It's a figure of speech. About 20 miles. It's a figure of speech. You know, and you've been, you know, you've been to all sides of the earth, so yeah. you, you probably have wings on six, all of them. Six of the continents, <laughs> wings on all of them. I've covered up wings on all of them. I've covered up wings <laughs> on all of them. Boneless, uh, boneless wings. Um, Stephen, you you led me way down the wrong dirt road with this oh, Oreo uh-oh. pie, Oreo dirt ply blizzard recommendation. I did a Doug Heffernan one of those when I was out in mid Ohio and that thing Mid-Ohio. was garbage. It, uh, it had like gummy worms in it that got Oof. hard. I mean, that was oh. a complete throwaway. Uh-uh. Barf. You heard Barf. me wrong. It's the Choco Brownie Stream. I don't, I've never had a gummy worm in a blizzard. Okay. I agree. Oh. The gummy worms get hard. It's, I think that they do that to, to, to screw with you. Only kids do that, but wrong one, Mike. I'll, I'll text you a link to the right one. So okay. next time you get a hankering for a blizzard, get get this one, not whatever hot garbage you got on that one. Okay. Okay. You break a tooth on those gummy worms? You okay? Yeah, no, it was it was All fine. Long. It was fine. Um, I forget. I was trying to use the word portmanteau to describe something, and and I was way off. It's it's more of like a combination of words. Uh, like uh, Google here says a motel in a hotel mm-hmm. or sorry, a motor in a hotel motor or in. like breakfast yes. and lunch for brunch. So that's uh, portmanteau, um, not a, not a port somewhere um, mm. in a foreign country. Mm. Uh, you know, Stephen, I, I would try to call you out for something wrong in your explanation about the college world series, but I couldn't, you know, I couldn't follow it. So it's kind of like, there's no decoder. There's no like taxes. I just got to trust oh, you. Oh, it's so confusing. I'm, I know sure I got that, it wrong, but I appreciate the fact that it confused you so much. You couldn't even correct me. So that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, so you had said that I think the, uh, the Bola might as well have been the Ebola. The Bola pizza was like your favorite frozen offering. So thankfully, Central Market around the corner from me carries some of these HEB products. I did not find it to be that great. Now, the problem was is that my choices were <laughs> lamb oh. and the, lo- the loaded mushroom option. Okay. And so I think supply chain was kind of limiting. And then it was like truffle mozzarella. So um, no. who doesn't have the best mindset. options? But okay, I, so I appreciated. Why, why did you buy? Did you buy it and try one of those? Well, yeah, I had. I had to try oh, it. If you said it was Christ. the best. Well, I no. Okay, I wasn't talking about the the lamb in the tiki <laughs> masala pizza, Mike. Come on. Good All right. Night, All nurse. I ask is for a redo. It's either okay. the pep sausage or the godmother. Try one of those two. Mm. Try it again. That's not a fair shake when you get the uh, Mediterranean okay. ball pizza fair or whatever enough. the heck you got. That's like putting yeah. pineapple on your pizza. That's not legit. That's 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 wrong. Lamb pizza? Yeah, it's like getting the Supreme Stouffer's. Like getting the Supreme Stouffer's. They get a little funky. (sighs) Okay, but I did appreciate the thin crust. I appreciated the, you know, bubbles that were in there from what would have been a 900-degree oven if I had one. Um, But, okay, so I'll I'll park that one. Um, 
but if I had my choice, I'd still probably go going for a DiGiorno's right now until I get a legit one. All right. Um, I think that does it for Department of Corrections. Yes. Um, Just a pretty good. Pretty good. Everybody learns. Everybody Let's learns. Uh, go now to lo- <laughs> local knowledge. <laughs> Give some thoughts for the week. It's your... Uh, your clean sheet of music here. So let's start with the old man. What do you got for us? Send us away. Oh, what do I got this week? You know, one one kind of maybe humorous. Uh, this is my first uh, week back uh, to work where I have uh, five days of working. Um, I'm not going to oh. lie. It's kind of tough. I've The last uh, four four to five weeks I've had a four-day week, a three-day week, a two-day week, a uh, week and a half of vacation. So this five-day week of work, again, I work hard. I love my job for all those that are listening. However, man, going five days is tough. Like I, tomorrow's Wednesday, and I feel like it's already you know, Friday. Um, so listen, I'm going to call my local senator, see if there's an option to maybe like regulate work um to have only three-day work weeks during the summertime um i'm kidding i would never do that but it, man it's fun i enjoy the the the, the three and four-day work weeks it's it's a blast having longer weekends um but i'm pushing through tomorrow's wednesday hump day um my other thing is uh, i i highly encourage people uh to take uh time and uh Go explore their state. Uh, we got to do that this weekend. I hadn't been to Austin. Um, sorry, I, I've been to Austin. I would say I've been to bougie Austin. I got to go to, I've been to Barton Creek. And so the people that oh. can look that up, yeah, it's, it's a nice place. We've talked Bob's about the uh, steakhouse. Bob's steakhouse. Salad. Yeah, all the, all the, the, the golf courses and the, the, the spa, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. I have not, I had not explored the state and I, I really enjoyed, um, I think it was called Kingsland, Texas. Um, you know, and don't get me wrong. It was not like we were, you know, backwoods. They were still an HEB, uh, but it was a different HEB. It was uh, smaller and uh, local, if you will. Uh, but it was fun, you know, get out, explore your state, uh, see what the you know, kind of cool stuff it has to offer. Try some local establishments. Uh, don't go, don't go big box store. Um, I, I, I highly encourage that. We went to, gosh, I don't know how many different restaurants, but uh, they were all local. And uh, the river was local, uh, although it was named after the Colorado. Um, you know, and that was fun. Uh, you know, get out. You know, we were in Marble Falls. We were in Kingsland. We were in uh, Burnett or burn it, as I'd like to say, I think it was like 115 when we got to burn it. Um, and we, we ate at a local place. So, you know, go explore. Uh, your state has a lot to offer. Yeah, go explore your state. A lot going on there. That's my local knowledge. Perfect. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. Steven. For me, I, you know, when the majors roll around, I like to have some of my food or accoutrements uh, be like I'm at the majors, right? So, of course, for the masters, I'm making the pimento cheese and some egg salad and drinking out of the masters cups. And when the U.S. Open was at 
up there in Boston. I really was craving a, you know, a lobster roll, but of course uh, didn't get one down here, but I, I want to make it like I'm at the majors, but my local knowledge this week is if you want to act like you're over in England, don't do the food. Uh, local knowledge, there's a reason why British places are not popular like Mexican restaurants or Chinese food. It's terrible. Um, okay. We got some liver and onions. We got some haggis, scotch eggs, steak and kidney puddings. I mean, it's, it's not good. So if you're thinking about making your U.S. open morning, or excuse me, the open mornings watching it, don't plan on pairing it with British food. What I'd recommend here is maybe like a British beer, something like that. I don't know. Uh, Mike, you probably could uh, rattle off. Boddington's. Boddington's. Oh, yeah. Boddington's. Or Haven. Oh, of course, nice. two I've never heard of. Um, <laughs> oh, geez, uh, or on. some Scotch whiskey, right? Maybe it's, or some Scotch. Excuse me. Uh, just something like that. But don't plan on the food and accoutrements. Plan on a beverage if you want to pretend like you were at the 150th Open. Wow. Okay. Even the British hate their own food, so I think I can say that. I, don't, I, I mean, you, you know, can say anything you want. Sheesh. I think that I think it's fair, maybe from the standpoint that that we are spoiled in in Houston and Dallas that we have such variety. Uh, you know, when I was over there, and it was about the fourth time that we were going to go get, you know, fish and chips and uh, and, and something smothered in in brown gravy. Uh, mm. I was like, okay, I've you know, I've I'm good. Um, so I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, yeah, but, but try a, you know, try a nice, a nice Boddington's, um, a nice, nice Bellhaven, something to that effect. Dennis, does Dennis count? I think it is count. It's, well, it's in, from the, from the landmass, you know, it's, uh, all of UK, as long as it's in the UK. Yeah, something there, but I could, you know, I could go for a, a nice fish and chip. Maybe that's, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's, a that's Smithics, as good as it comes. Right? Yeah, you got the Irish beers, you got, I mean, you got all kinds, maybe bangers and mash, maybe some bangers and mash, but the rest of that stuff, oh, even just the pictures. Yeah, when well, I feed okay. it to my dog, okay, <laughs> I have our legal department on uh, high alert here today. That's perfect, Mike. Uh, yeah, so um, maybe I'll start with a plea. You know, and here we're, you know, we're nothing if we're not innovative. I mean, we're talking about starting up uh, <clears throat> new leagues here. My my request to Apple, you know, aside from um, planting time bombs in the battery on some of my devices, is uh, can you just make a device big enough for me to type on? I mean, I, I spend more time backspacing with these meat hooks than I actually do typing things out. I mean, it's just, you know, and, and it, and it's amazing because I, I consider myself to be fairly dexterous, but if I'm trying to hit, you know, the S button, I'll hit the A button five times. I just, I can't, I, I just need, it's like I need an iPad mini for my phone so that I can get a keyboard big enough. So if you don't do it, maybe I'll go build my old own phone with a big enough keyboard. 
A couple of RIPs. Unfortunately, I had another one come on since we Hmm. were originally going to do this podcast. The first one was Tony Saragusa, the goose. Mm -hmm. Reminds me a lot of my childhood when he played for the Colts before he went on to Baltimore. But Mm -hmm. I can remember going with my old pappy down to the Colts games and was one of those like uh, like Kucher, you know, where every time he'd get a sack or whatever, it'd be goose. The whole crowd would do it, and it was mm-hmm. just incredible. He's larger than life. He did uh, he didn't do announcing, but they, they were going to go down to the sideline to goose, and yeah. he'd be you know he'd be down there with a hoagie or something. Sad deal. Yeah, man. Yeah, um, so just one of those personalities like like Faldo um, that you hate to see go. The other one that came up just recently, James Conn. Um, oh yeah legend you know you might know him from elf um you know some of the eraser was one that i can remember him in with schwarzenegger but my you know my old pappy he he loves he loves watching the war movies and he loves watching the westerns and i encourage you to go check out a movie called el dorado uh where con played a played a character named mississippi he used to carry one of those uh i forget what they're called one of them sawed off um pistol grip dual shotguns but uh good movie encourage you to go watch it um it's r.i.p con and and the goose um mm. two sad ones mm-hmm. and uh yeah i just you know appreciate appreciate the friends especially as i get older i just realize you know how little time there is to do things there's so little time to keep in touch with family and friends so little time to you know get things done do things that you want to get off your your dream list um so anytime you get a set of friends that that takes some time to celebrate you um that's you know whatever you do it's almost like people just taking the time to do that is almost just as special so appreciate the uh the gents on here and some of the other ones and uh, i think we we might bring one of them on as a guest we'll see uh, more replacement for Steve. We'll see uh, what oh. happens. <laughs> uh, I kid, of course, but we might we might start dabbling in the uh, the guest game. Um, so if you're if you're interested in that, stay tuned, and uh, that will be certainly be exciting. So yeah, seems like we've got an eternity left this week, Mark. But we'll uh, we'll get there, and hopefully we'll make get it. back on our we'll make it regular cadence for weekend at Berkman's. So Mm -hmm. that's going to do it. Another one in the books. Thanks everyone for joining weekend at Berkman's. Hope you have a great rest of your long week and we will see you next week. Take care. Mm -hmm.